Greetings, everyone. This is Terry Naturally with another edition of Terry Talks Nutrition. We're here every Saturday and Sunday morning from 8 o'clock till 9 o'clock Central Standard Time. And the reason that we are here is because of you. We want to share with you as much as we possibly can to help you make better choices, better decisions as to how you can have better health. Our health, yours and mine, are based on our choices. Everything we eat is a choice. The level of exercise we do is a choice. How much sleep we get is a choice. How much we party is a choice. Everything we do in life begins with a choice. So choose well if you want better health. You can't have better health if you are eating a diet that causes you to have side effects and causes 98% of all of our diseases today. But unfortunately, those side effects, those signals, symptoms, all the little causes that are brought about by our bad diet and the lack of nutrients and the lack of vitamins and minerals will cause symptoms or side effects. And then they're labeled as diseases. So the only one that can treat those diseases are drug companies with drugs prescribed by your physician. That's not the way to correct a metabolic dysfunction that's caused by a lack of nutrients. And that's truly what it is. If we don't get all the vitamins and minerals and all the natural nutrients that the body uses to maintain good health, we're going to see an unhealthy side that's causing complications in our body. Like type 2 diabetes. It's not a disease. It's optional. It's based on our diet. Heart disease is based on our diet. Hardening of the arteries, atherosclerosis, is caused by our diet. Obesity is caused by our diet. Fatty liver disease is caused by our diet. All of the conditions, including cancer, is caused primarily by our diet. So we can't continue to eat the same diet and take drugs. We need to change our diet. And from all the research I've done, and I am totally convinced that the only way to regain your health and to maintain your health, not to just to get it back and then go back to your old way of eating, but to make a huge change. We never consumed the sugar and carbohydrates in the early 1900s as we do today. In the early 1900s, every man, woman, lesser in children, of course, because of body size, but every man and woman was consuming about four to six pounds of sugar per year and very little carbohydrates, but a lot of fat and protein. It was not unusual for a couple of good slices of fried ham or bacon, two, three, four eggs for breakfast. A lot of fat and good quality protein. And no sugar or little sugar and very few carbohydrates. But that all changed in the 1950s. A doctor made an observational study There was no study. 
absolutely no study that shows fat was bad for us. Or fats would cause heart disease. Or fat would cause cancer. Healthy fats are ideal and essential for our health. But they claimed all fats were bad, especially saturated fats, which they are not bad for us. Eggs are good for us. Butter is good for us. Cream, lard, dripping. All that meat fat, good for us. Healthy for us. But this doctor made an observational, that means he just looked at some countries and decided based on their diet that we should not eat fat. No study was ever done to prove that fats were bad for us or fats caused any disease. It was an assumption. And his assumption was wrong. Because after reducing fats and some diets, no fats at all, what makes food taste good? If you're not eating fats, food tastes like cardboard. So, not to make food taste like cardboards, cardboard, they added sugar, lots of sugar to make it taste sweet and to addict you to the food. So now we are eating about 250 pounds of sugar per year, per man and woman, every man and woman. And because some people do not eat a lot of sugar, or no sugar, I eat absolutely no sugar, so somebody else, based on our national averages, may be eating up to 300 pounds of sugar. That's almost a pound a day. Oh, Terry, I don't believe that. I don't, even, I don't even buy sugar anymore. I don't have a sugar bowl at home. You're right. But food manufacturers, they know where to put all the sugar in your food. If you're buying ultra-processed foods, packaged foods, canned foods, prepared foods, you're getting tons of sugar. They know where to use it. And they use all different kinds of sugar. Sucrose, fructose, glucose, all different kinds of sugar. And then when they do them individually, they sometimes do, because they do not become the main ingredient and they can list them separately down the line of ingredients. So we are eating the wrong diet today, which is causing Americans to be 50%, 50% of Americans, I should say, are obese. Half of America. And by 2050, only 25 years forward, they say every man and woman will be obese. Unless we make some changes. And that means changing the diet. That means a low-carbohydrate diet less than 50 or 75 grams of carbohydrates per day. And the average today is between 400 and 500. Ten times more carbohydrates. And all that sugar causes all of our diseases. Yes, carbohydrates and sugar cause all of our diseases, all of our obesity, all of our type 2 diabetes, all of our heart disease, all of the hardening of the arteries, atherosclerosis, because sugar, oh, if you had a teaspoon of sugar today, you're not going to die. If you had a slice of birthday cake, you're not going to die, although it's loaded with sugar. But day in and day out of the American diet, loaded with carbohydrates and sugar, causes a metabolic disturbances of insulin and the amount of sugar that is sidetracked, not going to the cells to be burned as energy, but sidetracked into fat. So if you're fat, 
especially, I would call the abdominal fat, the killer fat. It kills you. Now, it's not overnight, but over years and decades, the amount of carbohydrates, refined and processed carbohydrates and sugar, is causing all of our illnesses and diseases. And then the drug companies have the right, based on FDA regulations, to treat those diseases that's caused by our choice of diet. So choose well. Choose the ketogenic diet, low-carbohydrate diet, plenty of good quality animal protein, and good quality fats like olive oil, the premier oil. Olive oil to me is a medicine. It's not a food. It has more possibilities of correcting, reversing, preventing, treating diseases than any other food imaginable. So we need to make some choices, good choices, then add some exercise. Anywhere from 6 minutes to 11 minutes a day would make a change. Although you could ratchet that up to 30 minutes a day, but even just 6 minutes a day of kettlebell swings will give you the amount of exercise that will make a difference. You have six minutes. Although, it's six minutes of exercise, it takes about 18 to 20 minutes to include that six minutes of exercise. Walking, swimming, biking. Get moving. Get off the couch. Make an effort to be more active. Take the stairs instead of the escalator. Park three, four blocks away from where you're going to work out. Especially on the other side of the parking lot. Some people circle the, the parking lot in front of the gym to find a place to park close to the door. and Because they want to go work out. It's just a matter of everyday moving. I, I mentioned the ketogenic diet because it's my favorite. You can also choose the paleo diet or the Mediterranean diet. They're all very healthy diets if you follow them exclusively. Don't go back to your old ways. Now, you may want to move slowly. You may not be able to just jump into the ketogenic diet. If you're consuming 400 to 500 grams of carbohydrates a day, and then you drop it down to 20, yikes, it's like slamming into the wall. Maybe you want to do it slowly, but don't forget to do it. Don't drop 50 grams of carbohydrates a week and then forget and go back to the old ways. Make a concentrated effort to reduce your carbohydrates over time. Might be two or three months. If you can do it wholesale, carte blanche, go go for it. It takes time to include less carbohydrates. No sugar. It's such a change of diet. I don't want you to fail. For some people, they should do it very slowly. But then again, don't forget what the goal is, is to reach about 50 to 75 grams of carbohydrates a day. And when you get down to that low, within three to six months, you're going to see so many wonderful changes in your life, your health. You'll be amazed. You may be off all your drugs. Now I'm saying maybe because I don't want you to go off your drugs on your own. If you're taking drugs that are prescribed by your physician, you may be able to get off those drugs after the doctor gives you another diagnosis, diagnostic test, seeing that you don't have type 2 diabetes anymore. You don't have fatty liver disease anymore. You don't have your arthritis pain anymore. 
Diet will do more for you than supplements. Don't eat a bad diet and take drugs. Don't eat a bad diet and take supplements. Supplements are exactly what they are. They supplement a healthy diet. They provide vitamins and minerals and other nutrients and accessory food factors to fill in the gap of the poor quality of food that's available today. So make a plan. Go to ketogenicdietresource.com, a website that is a good, excellent website on how to adopt the ketogenic diet and why. Go to the website called the Diet Doctor, especially if you're if you're overweight. And when you follow the ketogenic diet, you don't have to count calories or measure portions or do anything. Just eat high-quality protein, about 120 to 150 grams of protein per day, and a lot of fat, butter, cream, eggs, meat, cream, lard, all the good quality fats that were once on the table of those individuals in the early 1900s. And our ancestors ate that type of diet for two million years. Only grains and carbohydrates have been consumed over the last 10,000 years. Now, 10,000 years seems like a long time. But in comparison to the two million previous years of eating a lot of fat and meat and no carbohydrates or sugar, it's a very small period of time in ratio to the two million years. Change your diet. You can't do it with the diet you're eating today because your diet that you're eating today caused your illnesses. You have to make, you have to wipe them off entirely. Wipe that bad diet off and change your diet. If you can do it all at once, great. If you can't, do it slowly, but do it. All right, we have lots to talk about today. We're going to talk about a new delivery system. I'm sure there's going to be very, very few people ever heard of this system. It's an all-natural system. You know, food and supplements, even drugs, are not entirely absorbed. If we eat something, that doesn't mean we are going to absorb all the nutrients in the food we just ate. If we take supplements, we're not going to absorb all those nutrients that we just swallowed. And drugs. We don't have the ability to absorb all those nutrients that are within our intestinal tract through the lining of the intestinal tract into the bloodstream, which is then the transport the transportation system that brings all those nutrients that have been absorbed into the cellular level to maintain good health or better health. But now, many of these components, whether from food, drug, or supplements, cannot be absorbed easily. They're very difficult to be absorbed. We have found a way to increase the absorption. And I want to share that with you. Because it isn't what you eat that changes your life. It's what you absorb out of what you eat. And what, it, and what you eat, I hope, is healthy. So it has the vitamins and minerals and nutrients and polyphenols and all the other good nutrients you need, you require to be healthy. We're also going to talk about why elderly people have persistent fatigue. What causes fatigue as we get older? And then we're going to talk about a new study on melatonin and mental health. Melatonin is not just for sleep. It has been touted for sleep for 25 years. But all the research today, there's been 28,000 studies on melatonin. 
that shows that it is far more effective for reducing cancer, heart disease. It's a very powerful antioxidant, very powerful anti-inflammatory. We'll talk about that. And we'll talk about vitamin A, vitamin D3 and vitamin K2. And how do you build a better, bigger, functioning brain? Tart cherry has some very powerful inflammatory, anti-inflammatory, and able to reduce inflammation. And if you want a sharper brain, start exercising. It will increase your brain function. And then we'll talk about liver disease and the value of curcumin. Well, let's talk about this new delivery system. How we can increase the absorption of food and other nutrients. The absorption problem. It's not what you eat that makes you healthy. It's what you absorb out of the intestinal tract through the lining. The lining of the intestinal wall is only one cell thick. One cell. So many things can be absorbed. But many things cannot be absorbed. And we want to absorb everything that's valuable for our health. We don't want to waste anything like supplements that we won't get the benefits or the results. So water-soluble nutrients dissolve only in water and are easily absorbed in the intestines like B vitamins, like vitamin C. They're water-soluble. And, unfortunately, even sugar. You put sugar in water, and you won't see it again. It'll be absolutely dissolved in water. Water Water-soluble nutrients are very easy to be absorbed. But now, fat-soluble nutrients need the presence of fat, lipids, for absorption. So if you're on a fat-free diet, you're paying the price. Many of your fat-soluble nutrients will not be absorbed. Like curcumin, like boswellia. And are not as easily absorbed as water-soluble nutrients. Quercetin supports the immune system. It's extremely good as an anti-allergy compound. Many people that struggle with allergies, maybe this time of the year, spring is sprung. Well, maybe not. Sometimes we've seen snow later in April than we've ever had before. But quercetin overall is absorbed in individuals anywhere from 2 to 24%. Oh, I thought it was 100%. If I swallowed it, don't I get all of it? No, you don't. That's the problem. And for the people that absorbed 2%, they didn't even take it because they're not going to get very much value out of 2%. Now, it's even worse with berberine. And, you know, we're paying good money for high-quality quercetin, high-quality berberine, and also CoQ10. Berberine is absorbed less than 1%. Less than 1%. CoQ10. Less than 5% of the CoQ10 you swallow reaches the circulation. The circulation, the bloodstream, that's kind of like your water pipes in your house 
when you turn on the faucet, you have water circulating through those pipes. You wouldn't want less than 1% or 5% of the water to come out of the faucet. You want a well circulating bloodstream so that it circulates all these nutrients that are found in these vitamins and minerals and nutrients and polyphenols and whatever. You're paying good money. But you want also good results. So we want to get more than the 1%, more than the 5%, more than all the other poorly absorbed nutrients. Now, we found a way to solve the absorption problem with a compound called gamma cyclodextrin. Cyclodextrins are compounds that are found in plant starch. It's a natural starch from plants that can be used to increase the absorption very easily and especially of fat-soluble nutrients. This is not a new idea. This idea has been around for about 125 years. It was discovered in the late, late 1800s and became very popular around the 1940s. A very famous doctor in Budapest, Hungary really researched heavily this new compound called cyclodextrins. So hang on right there. I've got a lot more on this subject to tell you how this works and how you can get more bang out of your dollar for your supplements and everything else. But I've got to take a pause right here for commercials and for the station to identify itself, and I'll come right back. This is Terry Naturally. I'm Terry Talks Nutrition. And welcome back, my friends. This is Terry Naturally. This is Terry Talks Nutrition. This is our hour that we share information with you to help make your life more effective. The quality of your diet, the quality of your supplements, whatever you take, we want you to get the most bang for your dollar. Now we're talking about cyclodextrins. Cyclodextrins is a form of starch produced by a plant, natural plant, natural starch that we would eat at our table, only by enzymatically treating this starch, it produces very tiny little buckets. Now, you can't see them. You can't see them by the naked eye. Only under, under a very high power microscope could you see them. But this little bucket takes up the fat-soluble compounds within the size of the bucket, and the water-soluble components form on the outside of the bucket. These are so, so small, you won't even ever see them. And this is not a new idea. As I mentioned before, this goes back to the pharmaceutical industry for decades. It was accidentally discovered in 1891, but it didn't come into wide use until after the 1940s. A very famous physician started doing research with cyclodextrins. And then it became more widely used for the pharmaceutical industry in the 1970s. Many drugs are very difficult to be absorbed. Now it's very critical when you're dealing with drugs because you want drugs to have a very narrow window of absorption. Not too much, not too little. Either way, they can cause harm. If you don't get enough of the drug, or you get too much of the drug, there's complications. It's not as serious with food or supplements. So this is extremely valuable 
to be able to increase the absorption. These are very roughly shaped buckets that I've just said before. And the inside of the cyclodextrin complex bucket is different from the outside. They're not, cannot be seen. But inside can hold forms of a complex with fat-soluble nutrients. On the outside, acts like a water-soluble nutrient and can deliver fat-soluble nutrients to the intestinal wall for very easy penetration of the intestinal wall into the bloodstream. And this increased absorption is anywhere from three, four times to as much as 40 times. I saw research on a CoQ10, a chewable form complex with gamma cyclodextrin, 100 milligrams, eight times more absorbed than regular CoQ10. So if you take regular CoQ10, you're going to get about 5 milligrams, because only 5% is absorbed from CoQ10, because it's very difficult to be absorbed. But if you take a CoQ10 that is complex with gamma cyclodextrin, 100 milligrams, chewable tablet, you'll absorb up to 8 times better. So that could be 40 to, to 800 milligrams. Much, much higher than plain CoQ10. Now this is the largest and biggest size cup of the cyclodextrins used for pharmaceuticals and supplements. So let's talk about comparisons of absorption using a pharmaceutical CACO2 test. Cellular uptake of CoQ10 being over eight times higher for CoQ10 with gamma cyclodextrin versus a standard chewable CoQ10 tablet. So eight times 800% more effective than regular CoQ10 powder. This is a very powerful way to increase the absorption of all nutrients, of any nutrient. And gamma cyclodextrin is extremely safe. There's no side effects. There's no adverse events. There's no taste of the gamma cyclodextrin. In fact, it covers up many flaws of herbal compounds that taste bitter or taste bad. It creates a very pleasant tasting. And you will not absorb the gamma cyclodextrin. It's just a delivery system. It doesn't have any calories. And it works extremely effectively to increase absorption from hard-to-absorb fat-soluble nutrients, like CoQ10, like berberine, red ginseng, quercetin, curcumin. These are very difficult to be absorbed. So you be careful when you buy because you might pay, be paying something, even if it's, if it's a discounted price. If it doesn't have an absorption technique, and with curcumin, you can, you can find curcumin that is bound to turmeric essential oil that increases the absorption already by 800%, 700%. And then you mix it with gamma cyclodextrin, and now you have a very powerhouse of curcumin. So look for something that you may have an interest in. A nutrient. And look for the nutrient that's attached complex 
bound to gamma cyclodextrin. It'll assure you that it'll be increased many, many, many more times than without the gamma cyclodextrin. Now, why do older adults fight fatigue? Why do they have persistent fatigue? Actually, fatigue is very common. It is one of the most common symptoms of all chronic illnesses. The chronic illnesses just wipe out the individual. So they have chronic fatigue. And up to 74% of older adults with a chronic disease are also struggling with fatigue. In a study of 3,500 older adults asked about bothersome symptoms, what bothers you most? 3,500 older adults were asked what bothers you the most and fatigue was the second most common mention at 55%. Pain was first, 65%. So out of all these adults, older adults, they're going through life struggling with pain and fatigue. And fatigue is an alarming signal that something or more than one thing is wrong. So it's common causes of fatigue in older adults. Dehydration, not getting enough water during the day. Drink more water, even if you have to force yourself to think about it. Don't wait for your body to give you a signal that you're dehydrated. Dehydration causes malfunctioning of the brain and all other glands and organs. And you'll feel more fatigued. Low thyroid function. Have your thyroid checked out. Lack of protein. Anemia. Infections. Chronic diseases. Diabetes. Cancer. Heart disease. And it's a vicious cycle. Older adults with fatigue often stop being active. They're too tired. Which then causes decreased muscle loss. So you have more muscle loss, more, in it, more inactivity, and weakness. And that causes more fatigue. So how do you reduce fatigue and restore energy? Well, one way is to increase your protein level. And that's why I like the ketogenic diet. The diet emphasizes protein, specifically animal protein, or I should say especially animal protein and good fats, butter, lots of butter, cream if you like, bacon drippings, lard, olive oil. Olive oil is my mainstay for fats in my diet and butter. Those two I use as much as I possibly can get into myself, into my, into my body. And reduce the sugar and the carbohydrates, which is also making you more tired. In a three-year study, comparing protein intake in older adults 
those with the least protein level in their diets had a 40% increased loss of muscle mass. So you're losing muscle. Hard to get out of a chair. Hard to go up the stairs. You have to use the handrail. You have to push to get up the steps. And it causes you exhaustion. And a loss of breath when you get to the top of the stairs. Drink more fluid. Especially water. Nothing better than water. And then also address underlining health problems, especially blood sugar levels. Reduce the level of sugar. Reduce the level of carbohydrates. The ketogenic diet will change your life. Not overnight. And it will, it, it will happen when you get your level of carbohydrates and no sugar, no sugar, no sugar but get your carbohydrate level down to say 50 grams per day and replace that with lots of fats and protein. But your sugar levels is an artificial level of garbage. In a survey of over a thousand people recently diagnosed with type two diabetes, over 60% reported experiencing fatigue. And now they're taking in a lot of sugar. That's why they're diabetic. You think sugar would give energy. It does not. It depletes your energy levels. And then, I always like to recommend a herb that can help manage your blood sugar levels. It's called Hintonia Lactiflora. About 100 milligrams two or three times daily. Hintonia Lactiflora. This is an herb that has been researched for over 60 years in Germany, found commonly in Central America and Mexico. It's from the bark of a tree. And it has been able to manage type 2 diabetes safely and effectively. Now there are some natural energizers like red ginseng. Red ginseng increases your energy level drastically and significantly reduces fatigue. Add B vitamins that are also energizing. Good quality daily multivitamin and mineral supplement would be very advantageous. So all this is increase, increase your energy levels and reduce your fatigue, exhaustion, tiredness. You can go to bed tired and wake up tired. It never ends. Now here's some new studies, or one good study I found, I should say, on melatonin. For mental health. Oh, you thought it was just for sleep. Well, it's not. In fact, I wrote a book on melatonin. You can find it on Amazon. You may find it at some health food stores. Melatonin is not just for sleep. It is one of the most comprehensive molecules. One doctor labeled it as the miracle molecule for your entire metabolic function. It affects every one of the pathways in your body. But now we know melatonin improves mental health. A group of researchers found that melatonin is helpful for kids with psychiatric illnesses. 
over 25,000 youth between the ages of 6 and 18 began melatonin treatment for at least six months. 87% of the participants had been diagnosed with at least one symptom of mental illness, most commonly ADHD. And the key finding of this study was that melatonin used to decrease the risk of self-harm by 42%. And effects were especially strong for adolescents, especially girls, with depression or anxiety. Sleep disturbances are common in young people with psychiatric disorders. By helping restore circadian rhythm and proper sleep-wake cycles, melatonin can improve emotional stability and behavioral control. You know, with the American diet, so high in non-nutritious garbage. Yeah, our, our diet is garbage. Standard American diet spells out S-A-D, a sad diet. I believe a lot of the violence we see today is based on the garbage that most young people eat today. Lots of alcohol, lots of drugs, some, some prescription drugs, some illegal drugs, bad diet. People are, are primed to be emotional. They have lost the emotional stability, mental stability. And in some way, they have lost control of their mental faculties. The way to get back to real health is to adopt the ketogenic diet. Plenty of protein. It'll change your mental attitude. It'll change how you can be inspired rather than defeated. We are seeing more and more violence. And I am convinced the diet is one of those pieces that is causing the violence. People are not mentally sound anymore because of the bad diet. Vitamin A plus K2 plus D3. These are all fat-soluble vitamins. And all are important for the heart, the immune system, and building strong, healthy bones. In fact, researchers conducted several studies during the height of the COVID-19 viral infection, found that vitamins D, like dog, D3, and K, work synergistically to help protect against lung damage. In studies on heart function, taking vitamin D and calcium without having sufficient vitamin K increased the risk of heart disease. Now, we thought vitamin D and calcium were so superior. And many, many people today take calcium and vitamin D. But what happens to that calcium? If you don't have enough vitamin K, K2, not K1, but K2, that calcium can go into the arteries and start forming calcium plaque which is like concrete. 
and it blocks the arteries. So blood flow is inhibited. Vitamin K2 directs the calcium into the bone and not into the arteries. Vitamin K, excuse me, vitamin A enhances the effects of vitamin D in building bone, while vitamin D and K promote the absorption of vitamin A. And each of these vitamins becomes more effective when taken with the other two. This is a great combination to reduce the plaque in your arteries. And I also recommend when you take vitamin A, vitamin D3 and vitamin K2 in a combination in a capsule or a soft gel, take French grapeseed extract as well. About 300 milligrams twice a day has been shown to reduce the plaque in the arteries, reduce the plaque in the arteries by up to 35% within one year. Now, boy, one year sounds like a long time, right? Well, think of, think of the long time that that plaque was laid down in your arteries, decades. If you're talking about 60, 70 years and your pipes are, are clogged and they want to do bypass surgery, it took many, many, many years to lay down that plaque. So if you can reduce that plaque by 35% in a year, that is totally amazing. And the control group in that study did not reduce the plaque, but they actually added 9% more to the plaque. So this is a great combination for your heart. Vitamin A, vitamin D3, and vitamin K2, along with French grapeseed extract. Extremely valuable for reducing the plaque in your arteries. Improving the uptake of calcium into the bones and not into the arteries. So to keep arteries smooth, flexible, and free of clogs and blockages, and the bones and immune system strong, take a combination of vitamin A, vitamin D, vitamin K in their optimal forms, in their natural form, not beta carotene. Beta carotene is not vitamin A. I don't care what they tell you, it's not vitamin A. So take a combination of natural vitamin A, vitamin D3, and vitamin K2 as your formulation for a healthy heart. Okay, my friends. Boy, that hour goes by fast. I could stay here for another two or three hours. I would love it. But I will have another hour tomorrow. So join me on Sunday, 8 o'clock to 9 o'clock Central Standard Time. I'll be here. I hope you are here too. And if you're not, you just have a fantastic Sunday. Have a great time. Make sure you worship the Lord on Sunday morning. And see a prayer for this crazy, crazy world. God bless you, my friends. And God bless this great country. Thank you for listening to Terry Talks Nutrition Weekly Show. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform, including Apple, Google, and iHeartRadio.